I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Hi, I'm Chanti. And I'm Lynx, and you're listening to Muses. Enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Muses. This is the podcast where we talk about the divine inspiration of rock and roll. That was a good opening. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm feeling very inspired. This is a different kind of episode. We're not talking about someone specific today. We're just going to be talking about updates, life updates. It's also not an interview. It's not an interview. Next week will be an interview, or sorry, May 30th will be an interview, bi-weekly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be a little bit of a different one. And the reason that we want to do this is, one, give you a little bit of a taste of what our Patreon is going to be like. Mm -hmm. Here on Muses, what we usually do, whether you're new or you've been listening for a long time, you may or may not know, is we tend to get right into the story. We might talk for about six minutes up front about what's going on, but then we get into the story, the muse, the girlfriend, the wife, the groupie, or we get right into the interview. And it's not a lot that Lynx and I have the opportunity, or we don't take the opportunity to get really personal. Yeah, and it's been really nice recording these Patreon episodes and just getting to sit here and talk with you and, you know, talk about ourselves for a change. And yeah, because uh, we're groupies. We have stories. We are groupies and we definitely do have some stories. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so today we're going to talk a lot about um, the Las Vegas Doll Con, Miss Pamela DeBar's first international doll con. I don't even think I told you about it yet, did I? No, I've been waiting to hear about <laughs> it. I've been dying to hear about it. I'm so glad we're finally recording this. Yeah, we're sitting here and we're having a beer. And honestly, uh, when we record, we have water, we have tea. And in our Patreon episodes, we get a little bit loosey. We lighten up a little bit. We have a couple glasses of wine or some beer. and Yeah, just let loose. And we have lots of great ideas for upcoming episodes. We're going to be doing both audio and video for it. So that'll be a nice change as well. Yes, you could be listening to this, but then you could also be in the room with us right now and watching us how we're sitting and what we're doing and, yes. uh, you know, catch a floofy cat from time to time. And if you sign up today, there's already an episode ready for you on Mystery Train. We watched one of my favorite movies together and... We talk about that. I cried a few times. It's so good. Yeah, I was it's really so emotional that day. And we want to thank Sherry, yeah. who's our patron, our first patron. We appreciate you so much. And we really hope that you're going to feel that you get your bang for your monthly buck. Yeah. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care, and I am just a devil with no spares. Since we're not going to be releasing our regular episode, we will be releasing on uh, Patreon and that will be a video of Shanti and I interviewing each other, getting a little personal, finally. Yeah, it's wild because uh, we continue to learn things about one another as this process goes on. And so I definitely have some specific questions that I've written down for you. And I know you've got some for me. I got I got some good ones. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so expect more like movie reviews or book reviews and personal things. And we're definitely open to hearing ideas. If you want to learn more about us, ask us questions, go for it. If you have ideas of episodes that you'd like to see in the future, like please write us. We, we would love to hear. Yep. Yeah. So before we get into Las Vegas, because I'm going to take you through every day of Las Vegas, let's talk a little bit about Canadian Music Week that just finished. Yeah. So you and I love Canadian Music Week. We love any music-related festival that happens <laughs> in the city. And this, I guess, is the first one of the year. It was. And I find Canadian Music Week tends to give us some of the most exciting and interesting interviews. So in the past, we've done Denise Donlin. We saw Denise. We saw Denise. She was coming down an escalator and you nudged me very hard and you yelled, Denise! <laughs> so then I started dancing at her as she was coming down the escalator. Yeah. And then she was like, who's that? Right. She, and then, oh, I didn't have my glasses. And then she was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then we got to talk she to was, her for a while. She was interviewing Robbie Robertson. Yeah. I have some stories about Robbie Robertson. Of course you do. I didn't meet him, but I met um, Ronnie Hawkins. And he told me some great stories about like Robbie Robertson and the band. And he had told me stories about John and Yoko. And maybe uh, I'll talk some about 
about that on the Patreon episode. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I did not go and I messaged Denise and I told her that I didn't go to that talk because it was at the same time. It was around the same time that I started waiting in line for something. Yeah. I'm so excited that this worked out. It was a process, but you got in. Yeah. Okay. So this is definitely one of those times where we have to say, if you are a huge fan, if you are groupie, if you, whatever you want to call yourselves, a fan, let's just say fan, right? And you really want something, you can make it happen. So for example, I found out that Dave Grohl was going to be at Canadian Music Week with his mother, Virginia Grohl. Yeah. Now, this was special to me for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons was because Virginia has recently released a book in the last year, and it's from, called From Cradle to Stage, and it's about how she's inter she interviews mothers. Like She interviewed Getty Lee from Rush, his mother, who has an incredible story about uh, moving to Toronto after being in Auschwitz. Wow. Uh, yes, and, inter and then so Virginia talks to Getty Lee's mother about how it was raising the rock star. Um, the Heim sisters, she talks to their mothers, and so she has this incredible book um dr dre's mom that's so cool i love like how diverse the music is there as well mm -hmm. miranda lambert genres. and so that book was fantastic and it's actually been covered if you're wondering why we haven't covered it it's because it has been covered by the rock and roll rock and roll librarian yes on our network already so if you want to get a sort of overview of what's going on with virginia's book without getting the book although of course we recommend you pick up the book um you can go and listen to the rock and roll art librarians episode on from cradle to stage yeah oh let's take a pause and let's welcome some of the newest members of the pantheon family yeah we got two new i guess three if you haven't heard yet that miss pamela de bar has a new one uh, she has her own podcast finally yeah miss pamela's pajama party mm -hmm. and they're on their third episode i think now they're a lot of fun pamela her spirit definitely shines through in the episodes and she's got some great guests she on there. interviewed the man who she lost her virginity to yeah nick st nicholas yeah the ooh, ooh man whose first name is the same as his last <laughs> amazing yeah that is so cool though like yeah. can you imagine it was funny i like all of her episodes i was laughing out loud and we have some more familiar faces on the network uh, Ashley and Maggie from Rock Candy. Mm -hmm. We got to meet them in person last year when we went to Nashville. Yeah, and I went out and had tacos with them. They were amazing. And we actually ended up recording a little bit of something at um, the festival we were at. But my microphone had a huge buzz in it, and there was no way to recover that episode. So I had to scrap it. And so hopefully we're going to do a redo. But I swear, when the guys on the network told me that they were joining, I was like, oh, so you finally took my suggestion? And they were like, like, what are you talking about? And I said, I am pretty sure. I'm almost 100% sure. I am 100% I am 100% sure. sure. I messaged you guys last year and said, these girls should be on our network. And then they were like, oh, well, we found them. But regardless of how it went down, we are so they're, they're pleased now, yeah. to welcome Rock Candy to the network. They Actually, Maggie, so are hilarious. Fun. Yeah, they are so much fun. They match the beer that they drink every episode with their episode. How cool are they? They're from upstate New York. They're just the best. Yeah. So welcome aboard. And there's one other one 
that was just announced today, actually, I think, which was Who Cares About the Rock Hall? I'm really looking forward to checking that one out. Yeah, I haven't checked it out either. Uh, just found out this morning. So yeah, plenty of... Uh, plenty of material to go through now yeah okay not that this is um like a plug for anything but i started recently using the app podcoin to listen to podcasts so pantheon what, what is this app i don't know yeah so pantheon is on podcoin and they they call themselves the app that pays you to listen Wow. And Pantheon is like a bonus network on there. And you get more points if you listen to the bonus podcasts that are featured. And essentially what it is, is the more you listen, the more time per day that you listen, the more points you get. And after a certain amount of points, you get like Amazon gift cards. It's not very easy to get points quickly, I would say. Like you really have to be listening for a couple hours a day for the whole month to be able to get like a two dollar Amazon gift card. But it's the same thing as collecting air miles. And I'm gonna gonna be listening listening anyway. Yeah. I gotta download this app. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think they the the thing is like to be eligible for points, you have to listen to at least ten minutes a day, which I totally do. Uh, for sure. That's amazing. Thank you for telling me about that. Jeez. Okay, let's snap back to Canadian Music Week. Oh, yes. Dave Grohl, Virginia Grohl. How was that? Okay. So I was waiting all day yesterday. I was like waiting for I this message. I was so overwhelmed with how it all happened that by the time it was over and I came home, I just got into bed. Oh. And TJ came home and he was like, why are you in bed? <laughs> you had the day off. And I'm like, I'm emotionally exhausted by what happened. And so what I'm going to say is that like, this is a that sort of thing where if, if you're a fan and you really want something, you can make anything happen. Yeah, you really can if you just have the willpower and the drive to do it. So when I found out that Dave and Virginia were going to be at Canadian Music Week, and the second reason why it was so important to me, one, because Virginia talks about the muse and the mother is the muse. Yeah. And, and the support system right up our alley, obviously. Two is that I've been listening to Foo Fighters since I was 12. Oh, everyone has. That's our age, basically. Yes. They're the best. Because they're the fucking best. Yeah. So I have been a huge fan. My entire family was a huge fan, is a huge fan. My dad, his main man is, and I quote, David Grohl. <laughs> David. He calls him David. And I saw Foo Fighters for the first time when I was 14. Nice. Pete Yorn and My Morning Jacket opened for them. Wow. Yeah, it was on the one by one tour. I've only got to see them once and that was a couple years ago. Thanks to Taylor, another doll. We went together. She brought me. She's amazing. Well, my dad really, he really wants to see Foo Fighters and he hasn't. Oh, you got to take him. I will. I will. And uh, so it's just really, it was really one of those moments where I knew I had to go like professionally and personally. It was one of those things where I was like, I gotta go. So I'm going to the Canadian Music Week website and I'm looking for how to get tickets, where to buy tickets. What's the deal with that? And I'm not finding anything. So I'm like, okay, cool. We had the media pass. We were mentors at Canadian Music Week, which was really special. Yeah. And so I knew that we had special kinds of passes. So I was like, well... Who do I need to talk to? It's it's kind of crazy the amount of different passes there are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's artist, there's mentor, there's media, there's delegate, there's VIP, like it goes on. Yeah. So, and this one was so specific in what you needed. 
Yeah. So I contacted like two of the main people from Canadian Music Week just like via email. And I said, hey, guys. And, you know, they've known they know that we've been a part of the festival for three years now. And I was like, what's the deal? And they were like, hey, um, only VIP delegates are eligible for tickets. It's like, okay. I'm like, but... (laughs) Can I still have one? Like, totally <laughs> ignoring that only a VIP delegate gets this pass. I'm like, great. So when can I pick up my ticket? <laughs> okay, call registration. I'm like, all right. So I called registration and I talked to this amazing woman named Kristen. Kristen is the assistant to the president of Canadian Music Week. Of Canadian Music Week. And the president of Canadian Music Week is Neil. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to Kristen and I'm like, hey, look, I would love a ticket. Um, you know, I'm, a, I'm doing the mentor cafe and I'm also media and I understand that you have to have a VIP delegate pass. But what's the deal? Like, can we make an exception? May I have a ticket, please? And she was like, hmm, well, you do need to be a VIP delegate. And so that pass costs three hundred and fifty dollars on type on top of the price of admission. So if you wanted to pay three hundred and fifty dollars plus the price of ticket admission, because that got you Virginia's book, you can get a ticket. And I went, Hmm. (laughs) but can I still have a ticket without paying $350? And she's like, okay, let me see what I can do. Let me make a phone call. She calls Neil. Oh. And Neil says, okay. Amazing. If there's tickets left for me, sorry, if there's tickets left Friday morning, the morning of the talk, I may have one and I may get in without a VIP delegate pass. And so because I've been really into manifestation in the last, I'd say, two to three months, just sort of that idea of co-creating your own reality. You are in charge. Everything that's outside your surroundings, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. So play with it. Mm -hmm. Play with how you want your life to go. Set your affirmations, write out what you want, and then take inspired action to do it. And now a break in our show to tell you about Miro. Miro is making deodorant better, like 10 times better. They make their natural deodorant with a custom blend of essential oils that release over time to keep you fresh and barley powder to keep you dry. I love this because I hate perfume and I actually dab essential oil on my neck before leaving the house. I'm really looking forward to trying their Chill Wave scent, which is cucumber, jasmine, and spearmint. Ooh, that sounds good. I'm really looking forward to trying their Solar Flower scent, which is juniper, orange, and sunflower. That seems very you. Absolutely. Their formula is hardworking, long-lasting, and with no toxic anything. 0% aluminum, 0% parabens. Their ingredients are clinically tested for safety and efficacy. Here's how it works. You choose your scent and the color of your case. You get a refresh every three months delivered straight to your door, conveniently timed for when most people run out. And you can switch scents, press pause, or stop anytime you want. Its refillable case and mood-inspiring scents are good for you and the planet. Myro refills reduce plastic waste by approximately 50% versus typical drugstore deodorants. This is important to me because I genuinely want to treat the planet better in every way possible. Same. It's even on my vision board. To get 50% off your first order and get started today for just $5, visit mymyro.com slash muses and use promo code muses. Amazing. 
50% off your first order and get started today for just $5. Visit mymyro.com slash muses, M-U-S-E-S, and use the promo code muses. And that's mymyro, M-Y-M-Y-R-O. And one of the challenges or one of the activities that I had heard about that I've never actually done because I could not think of something that I wanted badly enough to do this thing. And it's either called the five by 55 or the three by 33. Okay. Okay. So I only had three days because I started making these calls three days before the talk. So I had three days. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try the three by 33 challenge. And so for three days in a row, in a row, 33 times in a row, you write out what you want, but you write it out in the sense of I have, I have, or there is. So I wrote out, there is a Dave and Virginia Grohl ticket waiting for me. And I wrote it out 33 times for three days in a row. And there was a ticket waiting there was. for you. And matter of fact is because I had gone to pick up our media passes and I had talked to the guys at the counter and I was pretty gung-ho saying like, they said I could have one tomorrow. Um, how many tickets are left? And they let me know how many were left. After we did our mentor session, I just said, Lynx, would you just try and go and purchase one for me? Yeah. And you did? Yes. <laughs> and you got one. I did. So... It's funny because it's technically when people say when you do these challenges, if you do the five by 55, five days, 55 times, usually your thing will manifest. Even if it's money, even if it's like $5,000, it'll manifest before the end of the five days is over. And so it was almost like I had finished my third day and then I was just like, you know what? I'm feeling lucky. Can you go try and get me a ticket right now? And you came up the stairs, you had the ticket in your hand and I had just finished my third day of the practice amazing a few hours before that yeah and yeah i just went up and got it and it worked out it was great yeah it was smooth you sort of you do these things and then you sort of move through your life like oil yeah you know smooth and um then the second part of that was the talk was at 145 mm-hmm. i knew there'd be a lineup of course it's dave Grohl. of course yeah it's dave Grohl. So I showed up at noon. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. 
And you know where, so you have to have a certain like badge, media, whatever it is to get down the stairs into the main uh, sort of downstairs area, area, conference area. So that was no problem. I got in through there. And then you go all the way to the end. You walk past all of the booths, past the Mentor Cafe. And then there's the Osgood Ballroom in the Sheridan Hotel. And there was nobody really there. There was one guy there and he had a beard and he was like a couple years older than us. And um, turns out he was doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. He was there for the same reason. He was there early. And uh, so we struck up a conversation. We started chatting. And then I noticed there was another woman sort of sitting at one of the tables well, she was there for of the same reason, was. too. So the three of us for the next hour were chatting and we were there first. And then when we realized that, OK, this line is going to start here, mm-hmm. we were the first three in line. And by the time doors opened at 145, the lineup was all the way to the escalators. Wow. Which That's is a long lineup, too. It's the whole bottom area yeah. of the hotel. Yeah. So I was front row and center amazing i was i was directly in front of dave and virginia almost like in between their two chairs it's always fun to go early to to also meet you know true fans who get there early and are just as excited as you are and yeah that's that's like part of the fun of it these notes are marked return to sender i'll save this letter for amazing and um yeah so i was right at the front and uh dave and virginia you know were looking at me and there were times where i'd be laughing and david would look over at me and i would be laughing and we would be laughing and it was one of those moments where it was like holy shit i am two meters away from dave Grohl, this person who you know i've watched on in music videos and I've seen on the stage from far away and who I watch with my family and he's in front of me almost interacting with me mm-hmm. in a way and uh yeah then afterwards there was a book signing and rightly enough Dave did not sit beside his mother during the book signing because it's then it book. wouldn't have been about her exactly. people would have gone crazy for him exactly so right after the talk was finished he disappeared and went into a back room and then uh, Virginia was taken out to do the book signing and her and I had a really nice chat because you know we have in common that she was a school teacher for 35 years yeah, I right. gave her a little thank you card uh-huh. um actually my favorite thank you card I had had it on my vision board it was blank and I just took it off of my vision board and I just gave it to her because I was just like I can't think of anything that I'm more grateful for right now Mm -hmm. is because I really wanted to see this I really wanted to be there I really wanted to meet her and so this card has got to be for her that's amazing I'm so glad everything worked out too me too and you posted a little clip on our Instagram. Yeah. And I saved it because, you know, those, yeah, right on our main page, you can go and you can see maybe 50 or so seconds of Dave and Virginia having a chat and you can see how close I was. I texted my dad a photo and he asked me if I ru- rushed the stage. <laughs> he knows you so well. <laughs> but like, come I on. I've never done that. It was done at a conference. That. I would never do that. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tell me about Bob Dylan again. (laughs) He looked at me when he bowed to the crowd. He looked at me. I found a four-leaf clover minutes before I walked into that concert, and I knew shit was going to get real. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, that was amazing. Virginia girl. That's so cool. And I think one of my favorite parts of the video that you posted, I, I didn't obviously get to see the whole interview, but you can see how close they are in their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Well, that was lovely. Yeah. Do you have any shows coming up that you're interested in seeing what's going on with you? I do actually. There's a couple, I work at music venues, so I see music all the time and there's plenty of bands that come and go, that I am really excited for. I just got to see Claypool Lennon and it was so cool watching Sean Lennon uh, perform Tomorrow Never Knows and Getty Lee showed up and like played bass on it. And that was an incredible show. And I also got to see Rival Sons recently and one of our favorite local bands, Crown Lens, opened for them. And if our listeners haven't heard of Crown Lens yet, you better look them up because they're going to be huge. They're yeah. incredible. And uh, we'll they're really hot, be... too. Oh, yeah, they're adorable. And they got the best hair out of mm. any band ever, basically. Yeah. Basically. And uh, yeah, we're, we'll be chatting with them soon. So yeah, they're going to come over. We have um, the back area, which is now our the back area of my home, which is now our recording studio has just had like a revamp and mm-hmm. it's looking amazing. And we're looking forward to having the guys over in the little podcasting yeah. studio that we have in the back there. And I'm really excited because I got a couple concerts coming up that I'm not working. I'm just attending. And it's nice. That's a nice change for me. I got uh, the distillers who I love. I grew up listening to them and uh, I think it'll be like my third or fourth time seeing them and they just kind of reformed. So this is a tour that they haven't done in a long time. So I'm really excited about that. There's an amazing artist named Tash Sultana. She's an incredible guitarist. She's like a one woman band. She does everything on her own and she's unbelievable. And I'm really excited to see her at the end of the month. And then in the first week of June, I go away for a little bit. I'm going to go to New York and I get to see Bikini Kill, <laughs> and I'm I'm like so pumped about this. Like I, they haven't toured in like 15, 20 years, I think. And they they were a huge, huge inspiration on me as a kid, like the Riot Girl scene. And we talked to like Evelyn McDonald about that and her Women Who Rock book. And yeah, they just uh, doing a couple shows in LA and in New York and I think they're doing some in England they don't have like a full tour yet so when I found out about the New York one not only do I love New York so I'm just pumped to go there well speaking of New York I had a couple of women who attended Miss P's Dolcon in Las Vegas ask me about you because I think you've mentioned that you're going to New York yeah and so they asked if you like when you're going so I'd love to put you in contact with like at least two of the women absolutely who um I met in person and like you know them from Instagram but yeah. when I'm like this is the person I'm talking to I'm like oh yeah it's interesting too because like automatically I I feel like a bond with these women even if I've never met them just because I know that they're part of the doll group and I automatically know what that energy is going to be like when I meet them you know Mm -hmm. that's what's so special about Miss P and the women that she brings together and 
Yeah, tell me about Vegas. Tell me about Dollcon. I will. I'll say one more thing before I get into Vegas, and it's that I'm going to a concert at the end of the month as well. I'm going to go see Florence and the Machine with my dad. That's so awesome. And funny enough, like my dad and I go to a lot of concerts together. Uh, we've never seen a f- like a female fronted band. That's interesting. We yeah, when I think a- about shows I've been to with my dad. You're right. I I don't think we've ever gone to one. But my dad loves Florence, so I think that's going to be really special. I also got Virginia to get him to sign a copy of her book for him. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, Your dad has great taste in music. He sure does. Okay, so speaking of parents, I have one thing to say to add on to uh, my parent story. Or should I say my mother and father future-in-laws? Let's hear it. Okay, so TJ was talking to his dad, Bill. We gave Bill a shout out in the last episode, I think it was. And um, before it aired, TJ talked to his dad and said, Chantal's giving you a shout out in the next episode. And his mom said, well, what about me? (laughs) I listen too. And so I want to say, hey, Sue, I love you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. Hi, Sue. Hey, Sue. Thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. Bill and Sue. I'm going to tell you both right up front that there's going to be a part when I talk about Las Vegas where you're going to want to fast forward it. (laughs) So you're going to want to look on your phone. uh, There's like a little button that says 30 and it looks like forward. That's fast forwarding 30 seconds forward. And when I tell you to hit that three times. (laughs) Okay. Ooh, I'm excited to hear that story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay it's just it's just talking about my mojo so like they don't want to hear that so well, Sue, you can listen to it i'm fine but for the love of god bill Dolcon this year for, was yeah. at the end of april yep and it was held in las vegas and you went at a good time because the weather here oh, has fuck. spring had not sprung that's for sure it was life-changing the, the photos I was like living through those photos I really I every time you get together with Miss Pamela's writing ladies it's life-changing it is but it is. you're like okay I'm going to Vegas there's gonna be 30 of us how is that gonna work um is it gonna be as magical and let me tell you it was yeah and beyond what I could have even imagined. So what I'm going to do is when I talk about certain women, I'm just going to tell you where they're from and I'm not going to use first names except for one girl who I know would be totally fine with it. But just for everybody else's, um, just for everybody else's, uh, I guess, privacy for for now, everybody's always welcome to come on, but we'll just keep it on a where they're from basis. Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really special. So... We left on a Thursday night, and I went with Emma, who uh, was part of our last one. Yeah, it was part of our last group. And then she brought her friend, and her friend had never been to a writing workshop. In fact, she was the only girl out of the 31 of us who had never been to a writing workshop. So her first writing workshop was in Vegas with, With with Pamela. It was awesome. And weirdly enough, you think about, okay, going to Vegas, partying this kind of stuff it was not that kind of trip for me Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact it was the healthiest I had probably been in months amazing except for the airport on the way there (laughs) 
So I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm probably not going to drink a lot this trip. And we immediately get to the airport, the three of us, and we're all kind of getting to know each other a little bit better. And we immediately order Caesars. Ooh. Right? We'd all worked a long day at work. We're getting on a flight to Vegas. We all ordered a Caesar. And then after we were done our first drink, somebody was like, well, it's cheaper if we just get a bottle of wine (laughs) and so we're like cool (laughs) i had had a caesar and like a third of a bottle of wine i guess i'm like i'm literally picturing the bridesmaid scene you know when she's on the plane like party well i get onto the plane and i'm sitting there beside this girl who's actually going to meet some of her girlfriends and I look over and I'm like, my hands are swollen. Is it hot in here? <laughs> and Emma goes, it's probably all of the booze. <laughs> Emma's very wise. Las Vegas with your neon flashing and your one arm band is crashing almost holds down the drain. Las Vegas turning day into nighttime, turning night into daytime. If you see it once, Yeah, so we head off and we arrive to the hotel and I didn't sleep as well as I thought I was going to on the plane. And by the time we arrive in Vegas, it's like two o'clock our time, right? Mm -hmm. And we stayed at the Plaza Hotel, which was in like old Las Vegas. Amazing. So it wasn't near the strip or anything like that. And so I... The strip is probably like Times Square where like you can... It's nice to see it once, but that's not like where you want to hang out anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want they to made see... a wise choice. Yeah. 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 Um so I get into the hotel, I get into my jammies, I do some yoga, I'm spent, I'm ready to just like get a good night's sleep and start the next day full on. Mm-hmm. Um the two girls who I came with, they are like, We're going out. <laughs> like, Godspeed. I do not have the energy for that. But then I get a message from Christian Swain yeah. from our network. And he's like, I'm here. And I message him and I'm like, you're where? He's like, <laughs> I'm here at the hotel. Uh, I just finished dinner with Pamela and one of her friends. And I'm I'm downstairs with Amy. And Amy's his amazing, amazing partner. She's beautiful too. I'm like, okay, pull it together. <laughs> I had just taken off Oh, I just had like washed my face, taken off my mascara and I, and I was in my pajamas and I was like, I'm in Vegas. I'm going to, I've not met Christian in person yet. I'm going to fucking pull it together and do this. So put my clothes on and I go downstairs and there's Miss P and there's, um, a woman that Miss P is with who ended up being like one of my spirit guides. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's a Kundalini yoga instructor. She drove up with Miss P. She's amazing. Um, call her Jay. And, uh, Christian was there with Amy. So then I meet Christian. I meet Amy. I say hi to Miss P. I meet Jay. And then, um, after that, Miss P goes and gets settled in her room. I put a couple bucks in one of the little slot machines as I'm waiting downstairs. And then Christian and Amy come back and they're like, all right, let's get a drink. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's do this. So we walk in because every hotel is a hotel and casino. Yeah. They're all casinos. So we walk into the casino part and there's a band playing. And let me just say, Las Vegas is not woke. (laughs) Okay. At all. (laughs) There were like at least three times where I was just like, ooh, like there was one guy who had a t-shirt that said like, drunk wives matter. 
oh man yeah and like michael jackson was posted everywhere so it was just not i see i i get the picture okay so we go into where the band is playing and it's three white guys doing disco music and they all have like (laughs) afros on and i'm like thinking (laughs) one i am so sober two i'm not comfortable with this but christian gets on the dance floor amy gets on the dance floor and they are just like killing it killing it jay gets on the dance floor christian gets me a drink and i'm like i guess we're doing this and within five minutes or you know i guess 20 minutes of being at the plaza hotel i am in a full-on train of people singing love train (laughs) and my hands are on somebody's shoulders somebody's hands are on my shoulders and we're going through like the whole lobby i didn't start it (laughs) but i joined it and so there i was in a love train it was (laughs) it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and so after that um i i met a couple other dolls one from new york uh who's going to be starting her own podcast which is going to be hilarious she's so funny she gambled a little bit i watched her play and then i went to bed so that was kind of night kind of one great entrance into vegas yeah yeah so the next morning, uh, we wake up and we walk down Fremont Street, which is kind of like, like you walk down, it doesn't, it kind of seems like man-made street and there's a bunch of vendors, there's stages, there's people zip lining ahead of you. And, um, we walk all the way through there and we go to breakfast at Denny's and that's when I saw my first palm tree. So I had because it was really dark when we got in. So I've never. Is that when you sended me? Yeah, or sended me sent me that photo. (laughs) How's your beer? Pretty good, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I had never seen palm trees in person before, and they've been on my vision board for a while. You never seen them in person? No. Wow, I didn't. Where have you? Yeah. Where? Like Florida? Okay, no, I've never been to Florida. Dominican? No. Hawaii? Mm -mm. That's where I have. You've been to Hawaii? Yeah. See, we learn things about each other all the time. That's why these episodes are important. Um, I took a helicopter ride in Oahu, and it was one of the greatest experiences ever, just being in that helicopter. I bet. Yeah. Amazing. Um, The landscape was much more beautiful in Las Vegas than I imagined that it would be. I I got that from the photos, too. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that kind of beauty. Yeah, the mountains were gorgeous. The sky, the color of the sky was beautiful, and the trees were amazing. So um, I was into it, and I would go back in a heartbeat. I would. I would. Let's do it next year. Yes. Yeah. Um, And then, after breakfast, I was invited to go to the Bellagio Hotel. Well, how swanky. Christian and Amy were there, and they invited me to go and hang out by the pool so jealous which i did yeah and so i just soaked up that energy and so it was the second pool i had been to pretty much or had i even been to i hadn't even been to our own hotel pool yet so i went to the bellagio and i sat and i had some iced tea and i chatted podcasting and our network and all that great stuff with christian and amy was such the strong woman beside the man yeah she had ideas and she was full on talking about her ideas and things to come and i loved it so that was really special and that was really fun um i did have to cut it kind of short because brie from the keeping it casual podcast and who's also in pamela's writing group um her and her co-host wanted to record an episode and so brie was on her way to pick me up 
so, I, I was so bummed I didn't get to meet them this time, but next time for sure. Mm-hmm. So Brie came and picked me up because she's from Las Vegas and her brother, apparently, he just works kind of near the Bellagio. So she came to Perfect. get me, but apparently she runs late all the time and I run early. Yeah. So, uh, but that, that's great. It was one of those things where it's like, you know what? I'm okay with this because it gave me the opportunity to walk down from the Bellagio all the way down past some water. And I got to see that mini Eiffel tower and I got to see the kind of sights right around the Bellagio area, which I wouldn't have been able to really take in. And, and I think it's really important when you're traveling alone to take those moments where you're just sitting and you're just in the middle of this whether it be like a historic or like a really popular place and just soak it into your heart and soak it into your being and just being like, you fucking did it, kid. Yeah. And the best way to experience any new city is to walk. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great that you got that time. So I just, uh, yeah, I was sitting and I was looking around and that was great. And then she arrived and we, it was, it was one of the hottest days in Vegas that they had had yet. And we were in a car and I think like her air conditioning was shot or something. So we drove back to the plaza and then we met her co-host there. And then, um, yeah, we went up to the hotel room and we recorded an episode, which was a lot of fun. And it made me, cause it was like this. Yeah. We were just chatting yeah. about stuff and it's primarily, you know, they were talking about relationships and I got to open up about my relationship a little bit, Aww. which was nice. I haven't heard this yet, so I'm really excited to listen. So here's the thing. And I think our listeners are going to get some super nice bonuses this month. Um, one, because with this one, you're getting an idea of what our Patreon's going to be like. And then we're going to release um, around May 20th. Mm hmm. Um, the Keeping It Casual podcast. Amazing. So I kind of go over our journey, us meeting each other. We get to talk to them. Uh, they open up about, you know, their lives. And at the end, they ask me um, a really, really cute question about Mon and TJ's relationship. So mm-hmm. I was really happy with being able to answer that because I do enjoy sharing about myself. Yeah. And TJ's the best. <laughs> yeah. You got that right. <laughs> Yeah, so you can look for that episode, which will be coming out pretty soon. Great. So then after we recorded that, um, we met all of the... There was the official meeting of as many girls who could make it as possible at the Plaza Hotel pool. Now, that was a sight. That was an awesome pool. That was definitely a different crowd from the Bellagio. There was nobody under the age of 40 at the Bellagio. Oh, really? Really. Interesting. Whereas the Bellagio, there was a variety of of ages there, but no kids. Still no kids. Like there were no kids at the Bellagio and there were no kids at the Plaza really. But the but we were younger at the Plaza, let's say. Okay. Um and so that's when I got to meet some of the like amazing dolls. I met three women from New York. Oh, I met no four women from New York and um Oh, part of me like it just wants to say their names because I love them so much. Yeah. I just don't know if they would want me to. Um, but I'm just like my heart melted yeah. when I met when I met a lot of them. And I think what had happened that was so special to me and really made me feel really emotional was that when I met these two specific women from New York, it was one of those moments where that quote came into my head: "When the student is ready, the teacher appears," mm-hmm. and they needed to be in front of me. At that exact moment, we were 
literally in those moments launching our new name yep um a lot of new changes with you know the podcast working on a new website and then also making that move with like leaving teaching and really moving into this area full time which is scary it's a big move and so I got to talk to these women who are professionals in their field who are huge in New York doing what they're doing and they I just got to pick their brain and they got to learn about me and they were exactly the teachers that I needed in that exact moment. Yeah, Pamela really does bring together the most incredible women you will ever meet. Totally. So that evening, we all went to the Golden Nugget all-you-can-eat buffet. Wow. Did you eat all you could eat? Oh, girl, I ate my weight in crab legs. Oh, okay. It was a lot of seafood, which is totally fine with me because I love seafood um and so from there I would say that maybe half of the women were able to make it to that because it's still Friday right Mm. so there are some people that are still coming in and so I had the opportunity to sit beside one of the women from New York and um across from me was this amazing woman um around our age from LA pregnant having a little girl and she's a director she directs music videos in LA that's seriously one of the most stunning women I've ever met wow yeah Wow. And um, she was telling me about how she'd like to start like directing like feminist porn and then the Kundalini instructor and also the woman from New York. Well, they were talking about erotic literature mm-hmm. and the woman from New York has a huge publishing company and they publish erotic literature. And the Kundalini instructor was telling me about how she writes her own and kismet. It's just it's meant to be. Yeah, I'm going to now go ahead and ask Bill and Sue to hit their fast forward button (laughs) about three times. Do it, Bill and Sue. (laughs) Okay, so why it was really important for me to sit with these women at that time is because I really needed to like tap into and I need to tap into my divine femininity. Mm -hmm. So my second chakra the orange color sexuality i've been working really hard on career which is in you know material things money matters that's really first chakra you know and that can get affected when you're really working on being like you know a breadwinner and a career person it can kind of affect your like sensual side also when i got my iud last year it put an end to a lot of my own sexual exploration because of how traumatic the experience was of getting the IUD inserted. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then having it in my body. And I could only, I only lasted, what, three months, four months with it in my body because of the negative effect that it had on my mood, um, on how it hurt me so bad for so long. And I felt that I had really done an injustice to my body, Mm -hmm. having done that to my body, like really, really, it was a traumatic experience. And so once I got that removed, I never really went back to my sensual and sexual exploration, which I had been doing a lot of prior to that and what that is is just really tapping into my own um pleasure and my own you know like you know cervical orgasms like just really deep and intense and intimate 
um, expirations. And so I just feel like ever since I had gotten that removed and then just working really hard on career, like I haven't tapped into that area of myself. And then I realized that because of the hard winter, a lot of my weight went to my second chakra area. So my belly, my thighs, that kind of area. And the girls were just telling me about like erotic literature and I was like, I've never read anything like that. Oh, really? Really, really. That surprises me. Mm-hmm. I don't tend to watch anything. Like I just don't t- make time to do those kinds of things. Yeah. And while, you know, my sexual, while I enjoy sex and that kind of stuff, I feel like at this point in my life being 31 years old, like I can be more connected than sure. I am right now. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that the Kundalini that Jay was showing me was, you know, just how to move your hips, how to move your hips, how to circle them, how to move them. And I felt like the tin man that needed oil (laughs) on my creaky hips because like I couldn't move my hips that way. And she's like, well, belly dancing is a great way to open up that area of yourself. And what have I been saying that I've wanted to do for like two years? Belly dance. Yeah. And that's something we got to do when we go to LA with Pleasant. Yeah. Amazing. So I realized that I needed to open up that part of myself. I'm going to, you know, go home, start reading some of that literature and then um, get a hula hoop because that's really good for opening up that area of yourself. And then in the summertime, I'm going to get some belly. I'm going to go take some belly dancing courses. And then Jay was kind enough to offer um, Kundalini yoga the next morning in her. Amazing. We were going to do it in her room, but then we decided to actually do it um, by the pool. Great. Okay. So that brings me to, nope, we're still in the night. Okay. So <laughs> after we had our meal, we, um, went to Fremont Street. So we walked past Fremont Street and we wanted to find a place that could accommodate, you know, 40 women, not that many, maybe 20 women. And so we were walking, we were walking, we were walking and Fremont Street gets even crazier at nighttime. You have men dressed like, sorry, in the makeup of Kiss. Okay. But they're only wearing like underwear weird yeah and you just like pay to pose with them and get photos and you have like people like dominatrixes and you have you know the the dancers and the women wearing the um feathers and things like that and so we kept going we're like where are we gonna go where are we gonna go and then we were gonna go to this place where they could accommodate us but we would have had to put 200 dollars down for the table and then before we go in, the woman at the door looks at the L.A. doll who is the director and says, you need to put your hair down because we don't allow face tattoos because she had tattoos on her neck, which, what? by the way, were gorgeous. That's crazy. Yeah. So then when Pamela heard about that, Pamela was like, oh, hell no, Good. we are not going here. Absolutely. So, so the LA doll started putting her hair down. She's like, it's fine. It's fine. I don't mind. I no. really don't mind. And Pamela's like, no, we're not doing that. Let's keep going. So we kept walking. Great. We walked past Fremont street mm-hmm. and then we were in this like old Las Vegas. Like there were some really awesome, like neon light signs and we kept going. And then one girl, I think it was Brie cause she's from Las Vegas. She's like, let's try here. So she goes in and then she gives her the thumbs up. She's like, this is the place. Mm-hmm. So we walk in and to the right, there is this open area with enough seating for all of us perfect dim lighting and they're playing bowie oh my god perfect the bartenders were cute yeah the crowd was like young it was perfect 
Love that. So we're all sitting around. We're getting a drink. Pamela, I go get her a drink, some kind of vodka gimlet with this specific kind of vodka. And um, Jay is beside me trying to guess the bartender. She's like, you're a Leo, aren't you? <laughs> or no, she was like, you're an Aquarius, aren't you? And he's like, no, I'm a Leo. And she's like, oh, okay. And so... Um, from there we just kind of sit around we're drinking we're getting to know each other more we're taking photos um jay and the la doll are kind of standing up and they're dancing because the music is great Mm -hmm. i finally get up and i'm just go to the back to use the washroom and i like to check out who's sitting there and whatnot and then as i go to the bathroom there's a room beyond the bathroom and i look into the room beyond the bathroom and nobody had noticed this It was a room with a dance floor and a huge projector screen playing the strokes and a DJ. What? Yeah. So I go to the bathroom and then I come back and I'm like, ladies, dance party. There is a dance floor back there and a DJ and they're playing awesome music up on the projector screen. Yeah. So they're like, let's do it. (laughs) So we all go back there and if Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones doesn't come on. So you're dancing with Miss P to Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones and Mick is up there on the projector screen. Amazing. And so we just had a full-on dance party of course everywhere miss p goes is basically a dance party anyway she loves dancing and she's she's an incredible dancer and just to watch her dance is like a treat that's amazing okay so end of night one the next morning we wake up and i meet jay and the two new york women Mm -hmm. by the pool for kundalini yoga And I was like, here's my eighth revelation of this entire trip so far. And I'm only on the second morning. The reason why I haven't been able to do a yoga practice for the last four months. I've been doing it on and off here, but it's like here and there. But it's been shit, honestly. It's because I haven't been doing the right kind of yoga. Uh I need to be doing kundalini. And kundalini isn't an upward, downward dog, this and that. It is like a breath work. It is tapping into your divine. It is like intense shit. But you can just be sitting down for it. Interesting. Yeah, it's what I needed. And so we really enjoyed that. And then after that, we went to the omelet house. And now this is where pretty much all of the women got together. Okay. Yeah. And so I got to meet from starseed magazine yeah you know like stardust herself star i saw from from la yeah she was there and oh my god she seems like such a ball of light and energy she's everything that you would imagine that she would be And so I she was dressed like she's like she's straight out of the 70s and she's chatting and we get into the van together and I'm in one of the because we had two huge vans and I get into the van with her and she's chatting about how all of the L.A. dolls were doing mushrooms down at the Joshua Tree or down at Joshua Tree and just you know you could really tell what a bond that those women have together and she was just so much fun and um, we should really do an episode with her because she has so much going on she has starseed magazine she does all of these awesome shoots with devin crimson i'm excited to meet her when we go to la and she has an incredible story just from what i heard about like who she is and she also writes literature and like erotic literature and also just um fantasy stories and fiction and she's just like her mind is unreal 
amazing she makes jewelry like she yeah she's so. she's an amazing woman yeah so after the omelet house we went antiquing and thrifting to charleston antique mall i always love going thrifting with pamela she has such an eye and she has more energy than like everyone when it comes to thrifting. I know. I can't even believe it. She outthrifted me when she was in Toronto last yeah. week. Yeah. She outthrifted last... literally all of the Toronto dolls. It was insane. Um, so this was the coolest antique store I've ever been to. Wow. I've ever been to. So you walk through this whole place. It's like this crazy warehouse. And there's rooms-ish. But they're not a room. They're just like dividers. But there's somebody who owns every kind of room. So the different rooms had their different styles. Some of them were just super rock and roll. Some of them were just jewelry. Some of them were dolls. Some of them were like is insane. Yeah. Um, I found um, a ring that I really liked. Ooh. And I put it on my finger and I took a picture of it and I sent it to TJ. You're like, Th- this is... This is the style. Yeah. But just with a smaller band. And then I sent it to my sister-in-law and was like, this is the style, but just a smaller <laughs> band. So when he asks you to go shopping, <laughs> you know what I like. Um, but TJ has the best taste and everything, so I don't doubt that. Especially Anyways. when you send him photos of exactly what to get. <laughs> so I got TJ a couple of hats, and then that's where I picked up that amazing Elvis purse. That, that was such a cool purse. Which is actually a cigar box. It's amazing. I actually, we went out to dinner last weekend, and I brought it out to dinner. Like, I'm using it as a purse. Perfect. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and then after that, there was a clothing swap as well as the first writing workshop. And that was between 6 and 11 p.m. A clothing swap with the girls? Yeah, yeah. All of the girls brought three pieces of clothing in That's their suitcases. So smart. And then we did um, a clothing swap before we, or after we did the writing workshop. So then we, come, we go to our first writing workshop of the whole experience. So it's like we've lived a whole, you know, thing oh, yeah. before we've even oh, gotten yeah. to the, the writing bond workshop. The there. Exactly. So that was between six and 11. And it was so funny because all of the LA dolls sat together and they were just like the troublemakers, but in the <laughs> sweetest way. Like they're exactly what you would expect from them. And Miss P kept going, don't make me separate you. I'm going to have to separate you. But I loved them and it was really funny. And every single one of them that I met were super amazing. And we can go visit them and stay with some of them when we go to LA. I can't wait to meet all of them. Do you want to hear what the first uh, prompt was? Yeah. Well, first of all, we all had to w- read The Wayward Bus by Steinbeck just to oh, yeah. get an idea of like detail and description. So some of us shared our favorite paragraphs from that book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first writing prompt was, monsters are real, ghosts are real too. They live inside us and sometimes they win. Wow, that's, that's heavy. And then you had 12. It was the first one. And then you have 12 minutes to write about it. Pamela was not playing around and then after we had 12 minutes to write 30 of us shared our responses wow isn't that wild for the first time ever because i don't fashion myself a like writer like you but you are thank you but i'm always like but you are thank you um so i uh for the first time ever somebody said to me your piece was my favorite of the night yeah, out of all the writing workshops I've been to, somebody said Was to me... Was it for that prompt? Yeah. You gotta let me read it sometime. Okay. And so that's all we had time for for the first night. After we shared Steinbeck and after we um, read those, I think that was 
it for the night because then the last two oh no 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 there's still one more we did have time for a second prompt and that prompt was why not go out on a limb that's where the fruit is and so these are all quotes obviously and then pamela would make us guess who who they're from so they're all from her favorite writers so yeah that was the second quote that was the second prompt awesome i love her prompts they really make you think yeah yeah and she doesn't always use quotes by like writers but i think that was a great that's really interesting yeah Mm -hmm. um so then day three morning we met again for yoga um and this time we met in um jay's room and it was a lot more private but before we met because i didn't think that i was gonna make it to that one because i was like well i still have to do have breakfast before the workshop i met the two girls from new york the two women from new york they happened to be at the pool early so that's two days in a row that I happened to catch them at the pool and have like amazing conversations with them. And like, I think I cried talking to them and it was like nine o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning. And so we're just chatting and I was just so grateful for the information that they were giving me and the things that we were able to talk about. And then I was like, you know what? I'm, I am going to go to yoga after all. So the three of us all went up to Jay's room and there was an amazing woman there. We'll call her Kay. And she was going to do yoga with us as well. She has a farm and before we even started yoga that morning she said that she's happy to host a doll retreat oh my god so jay will do yoga kate will have the farm and we can go and she said she'll pick us up in windsor if we can get us there that's incredible yeah i am so down for that yeah so we did yoga that morning and um i asked jay if she would give us like an assist or like just kind of touch us in some way and she was like yes and like good for you for asking what you want and so we were able to have music and by the end of it um and she put music on and she was just like you know doing some aromas and like touching our scalps and shoulders like we were all crying Mm -hmm. it was really really powerful um and then the writing workshop started at 11 a.m that morning wow and you've like already had a whole experience yeah wow so the writing prompts for the next day were mm -mm -mm. so there was two again and the first prompt of the second day was the world only exists in your eyes you can make it as big or small as you like hmm and then you just get 12 minutes to write about that and even though like a part of me was like well I can kind of talk about this like manifestation you know following your dreams doing everything that you want to do I actually ended up talking and writing about being from a small town and sometimes when you go home and you know your family or like your uncles say things to you and you just kind of have to like bite your tongue interesting right because they're only seeing the world in a certain way and you're seeing the world in a certain way but you really don't want to have judgment on anybody yeah so that was really it was actually more of a and then I actually ended up halfway through the writing I ended up switching into like my mother's voice and writing as my mother which is something I've never really done before and so it ended up it ended up being like a really therapeutic experience for me wow And then Jay actually had the recommendation for the last writing prompt, and it was to write a love letter to yourself. Oh, that's that's like a great way to end it. Yeah. See, I would like to redo this because at this point I had heat stroke. 
So that morning when I was sitting by the pool with the two New York women, I was just so like enthralled with our conversation and so into it. I didn't realize how directly the sun was on me. And by this point, I'm sitting in the room where we're all doing the writing and I had to put on a sweater and then I had to put on pants and then I needed to put on another sweater and a jacket. So I'm like shivering. Wow. And I'm like, oh, this is definitely heat stroke because I've had heat stroke before. Yeah. Oh, so you know it when you get it, you know what it is. So by that point, I was a little bit delirious and it wasn't my best writing, but I, I more wrote a postcard to myself like, hey, girl, <laughs> Let's take care of this heat stroke and then get back to this. <laughs> yeah. So then from there, um, Emma ended up staying in Vegas for a few more days, but she decided to go to a new hotel just to move, like to good for to, Emma to shake things yeah. up. So we ended up going to the Rio Hotel, which was really cool because we went straight to the pool there, which was nice. And the I had been doing a hypnosis um, meditation before bed for the past week, and in the hypnosis there was a waterfall, and there was um, she made us picture ourselves um seeing a colorful waterfall and if there weren't three colorful waterfalls at this hotel pool me. i'm not kidding you wow it's powerful wow the power of your mind is like really powerful and then so that was the last little bit of by the pool and then um emma's friend and i we had our flight back on the airline swoop which is apparently also called poop and let's and so anyways we get an uber to the airport and the sun was setting so it was beautiful we were leaving vegas on a sunset and it's absolutely gorgeous experience yeah and then the flight home there was a bit of turbulence on the poop airlines um it lived up to his name it did (laughs) she's like next time i'm paying the extra 200 dollars to fly a reputable airline (laughs) and um i ran into my cousin at the airport at the las vegas airport she was in town for a bachelorette party and she had partied hard that's crazy though like of all the places i know so we had had two profoundly different las vegas experiences and then as i arrived in toronto the sun was rising so it was a real perfect magical and special time it was nice to arrive home to that and it was a really magical and special four days in las vegas yeah it's always magical when you're with miss p and yeah the women she brings together are just unbelievable human beings there's nothing more special than being part of that group and that the thing is like you said don't not go because you're like oh I'm not a writer like I I don't qualify like you do you're if you're a woman you have a story there you know even if you don't classify yourself as a writer it's in you and being part of that group it's just like a group therapy session basically it's like you discover things about yourself in that group that you don't even realize it's such an open space to talk about feelings and you know everything it's just it's you have to really experience it to truly understand how as long as you're willing to be open and to be vulnerable and even if you go in being like i'll be a little bit guarded like that's fine but you'll notice that all of a sudden you're gonna get a rush and you're gonna be like it's time like that i tell this story and the one piece of writing where somebody said to me um that was my favorite of the night 
that was something that I hadn't talked about or shared with anybody in two years because it had come from a night where it was supposed to be like a really fun and amazing night. And for a lot of it, it was. Yeah. But then I had made some really bad choices um, and I was really ashamed and embarrassed about it for a really long time. And then I had been I had read that book, The Magic, and one of the activities of the day were to accept and forgive yourself for anything in your life that you could think of like to go back and just look at any times where they're like you had been shitty or like something happened and you weren't proud of and just like forgive yourself for that and then think about something that was actually positive out of that situation and I had done that for um I think it was Easter weekend so not too long after that because I had gone back and forgiven myself for it and sort of made peace with it I was then able to see it and write about it in a completely new way and then in almost like a funny way and afterwards like I think it was one of the things that it got the most laughs too oh really yeah like people were laughing a lot during that even though it was like a kind of a dark and like embarrassing and like shameful experience and then afterwards a lot of people were like been there girl and um it must have felt so freeing yeah so that's what these workshops are about right it's about it's it's really about therapy in a way and meeting your sisters and just going through the rest of your life knowing that you are connected and that you're really one and it might have been the heat stroke um but there was just one moment where I was sitting there and something opened up for me and I got a visual and I understood for the first time in my life what it meant for us all to be one yeah because I read about it yeah. and, and I've heard it before. Well, everybody's one. You are one. We're all the same. And I never understood that until I got this sort of visual in this room. And I don't think I'll ever be the same after that. Yeah. It's interesting because um, I remember specific things that I've written about in Pamela's group where when I'm writing them, I feel detached enough where I'm like not in that moment being like wow I'm being really emotional now but like reading it aloud is like when it hits like my own words hit me it's it's a really interesting thing I yeah I cried at other women's writing for sure oh yeah a hundred percent you if you're not crying at some point I I I don't think I've ever seen anyone like not cry once whether like it's their own or someone else's like you you feel you feel such a connection. So this is probably a good time to let everybody know of the next upcoming Toronto workshop. Yeah. Pamela's coming back to town um, July 17th and 18th. And the writing workshop is going to be held at my Shanti's house. <laughs> my Shanti. <laughs> my house. <laughs> so if you're in the Toronto area, if you're outside of the area, if you think that you can come in and drive in, um, please come. Whether you are, you know, a listener who's always wanted to do this and you want to give it a try, you're welcome. You're welcome. So yeah. please come. Let us know. You can send us a message. If you have any questions, we're happy to answer it. But there's sort of like the more the merrier and there's always room for more. Yeah. We for love, more women we in love our group. It when we meet new women who join our pack. Yeah. 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 We just keep growing and growing. That's right. Yeah. And I think that's really true when uh, women come together to heal themselves. Yeah. They heal the world. Absolutely. And Pamela does other workshops, not just in Toronto. So look up her website if you're in America 
and want to see if she's you know hitting a place yeah, she's close basically to you. on tour now so yeah. look it up now so you're not like you know sometimes we get messages and people are like oh i wish i would have known about that or i wish yeah. i wouldn't have missed that and it's like just keep yourself up to date yeah and she posts them on her social media all the time and we try to post as well so look those up so you can you can join the family Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I was, I've been looking forward yeah. to hearing about it. That was really exciting. Did it live up to oh, fuck, yeah. your expectations? Absolutely. A lot of people asked for you. They really wanted uh, you there. And I said, you know what? She's got a trip to New York coming up. So she's yeah. doing... I'm, I did Vegas. She's doing New York. And then we're going to do LA together. But uh, next year, we'll do... We'll for go to sure. Vegas together. For sure. And I can't wait to meet the New York dolls when I go. Yeah. And of course, the LA dolls when we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, but I like... I met... Tulsa dolls and I met Austin dolls like <sighs> next we, year we've got dolls in Texas I will meet you dolls. guys next year okay yes <laughs> all right everybody thank you so much for listening we release episodes every second Thursday for free and then in between that you can check out more of us if you subscribe to our Patreon and then that way you can be getting an episode every single week as always thank you so much for listening we truly appreciate your support we love you this has been a wonderful experience and I love you and I love you alright bye bye Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new. Or perhaps something very, very old. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, the heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Echo meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger, for some truths are best left unknown.